guys, Tony here from LVWA with your exclusive Lehigh Valley with Love five-day forecast for the week of November 11th, 2019. For your Monday, your Veterans Day, beautiful day out there. Uh, periods of sun and clouds with a high temperature right around 56 degrees. Monday night, the story will change here a bit as we drop down to a low of 36. We will see some periods of rain move in overnight. Nothing substantial, less than two to three tenths of an inch. However, going into Tuesday morning, directly following that rain is going to be a, a pretty abrupt cold front that will change any rain over to periods of light to moderate snow. Now in the valley, I'm not expecting any accumulations. However, you may see a dusting, uh, mainly in the grassy areas, so there won't be any, any travel concerns. However, as you move up into the, the northern areas, into the Poconos, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see an inch or two of snow up there. Uh, Tuesday, your high temperature of 37 degrees. So you're talking a 20 degree difference in less than 24 hours from Monday to Tuesday. Now, Tuesday night, we dropped down to a low of 16 degrees. Definitely uh, super below average for this time of year. Uh, Wednesday, high of uh, 32 degrees under sunny skies. Thursday, we do begin a moderation in temperature. Uh, if you want to call it that, but um, Thursday's high temperature of 37 degrees going down to 28 at night. Now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we do start to sneak back up a little bit uh, under sunny skies with high temperatures in the mid 40s. So that's all I got for you for this week. Enjoy your week. Have a wonderful day. And thank you to all the veterans out there. Have a great one. Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Emmaus. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. All right. Hey, that was a, that was a lot of like pre-episode talking, more than usual. But I feel like we're good. Hello. Are we on? Right yeah, now? we're on. Welcome to. You've never started like that. <laughs> You're starting different every week. I like, and it's, it's like throwing variety. me off. Welcome to. I'm over here texting. I'm like, is George? Is it going? One of 91. the Lehigh Valley would love podcast. Technically, it should be 92. Yeah, technically. But I am your co-host, George Wacker, with our other co-host, Tyler Rothbach. Why should it be 92? We had to take an episode down. We had to take an episode. So we're going to... this. We had to take an episode down. We had on <laughs> Zach Uhas, and Thanks, uh, Zach. It was a great episode. It was, I, we I, we it was hated so taking good, it down. We had down. to take it down. There were some uh, talk about some racial topics that... Uh, weren't so flattering towards different business oh, yeah. uh, business in the area. I'm not, it's it's, it's not those, even naming the name. No, no. We're not, it's one of those weird things where everyone agrees what happened to Zach. He was he had he encountered racism in, in a out in the wild, yeah. so to speak. In the wild. <laughs> and it's you know everyone agrees that that was a bad thing that happened right. to him. But it's just it's unfortunate that we live in a world now where we're like, hey, this happened at this place. So now that whole place is bad. Like, yeah, that's not. What and we we're we want to clear it up. We took that episode down on Zach's request. Right. It wasn't if if listen if if somebody says somebody's being doing something wrong or racist and the racist gets mad at us and says you need to take that down <laughs> that story about me being racist we we'll will give say them fuck a big, off yes yes. So but, yeah, we're Zach asked us. So I think to take what's going to gonna happen is Zach we're going to bring him back on we're going to do another episode with him 
and uh you know just get his story out there again so people can hear it but uh, to anybody that uh, didn't we got, get to I mean, we that, got a, we got a ton of emails and stuff. Yeah, it was out for an hour. It was out for one hour, and we, it, it like <laughs> went nuts. We got all these emails, phone calls. I don't even know how people are getting our numbers. Tyler's like, um, we need to take that down. I'm like, absolutely not. It's doing yeah. great, but I completely understand. Um, so yeah, we want to have Zach back on soon, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Let's bring on our guest because this is going to be interesting. Um, I want to welcome on CJ Fuentes with Party with Life. And CJ, it's funny. We met. We were. We met in an elementary school. What you're allowed to go to those? <laughs> yeah, stuff? right. <laughs> no, I, I was over. Think... They had a Hispanic night at Spring Garden Elementary. I was George there. Wacker what? went to Hispanic night at an elementary <laughs> I'm school. I'm a man of culture. <laughs> but he was there. I'm like, this guy's interesting. I gotta get. Did him you on. wear your kilt? Over no, that? I was. I was doing work. But yeah, I saw him. Like, I, I gotta get something. He's he's doing it because he had like his huge mohawk uh-huh. that night. All the kids are getting into it. So it was really interesting. What were you doing there? Um, I was doing a Hispanic Heritage Night. I was just basically teaching the kids some, okay. some dance moves and DJing right. at the same time. Yeah, because you're a like, DJ by trade, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. But it was cool because, like, you know you know how it is. When you go to one of those things, the DJ's like, all right, guys. But Unfortunately, no, he's like, George, I've, I've ne- I don't know what You've Hispanic never been to a place night, where... Oh, okay. it, I'm, I'm so it, Nazareth white. It's so bad. It, well, let's put it this way. It was Hispanic, celebrating Hispanic culture, yeah. so it was all sorts of people. Yeah, that's cool. But you were like showing dance. I didn't try any of them, but you're showing dance. It was a good time. Um, and I wanted, I, I reached out to him because I sent him some pictures I took. And then I'm like, hey, you got to come on. Yeah. Because you're doing good stuff. So could you kind of give us your cliff notes of like, what what do you currently do? And in, in, you're based in Allentown, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I'm born born and raised in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I right. um, was raised in, uh, first I was. Where'd you go high school? Uh, Liberty. All right, Liberty. What year? 2009. Nice. Mm-hmm. Graduated about ten years ago, and my uh, dad coached basketball there. Nice, nice. I, I played, I played football freshman football? year. I got destroyed. Yeah, I was like four foot. I was, <laughs> well, four, hey. I was like four foot ten, and got these guys coming in like six foot five. Yeah, yeah no, they're no joke. You yeah, know, no, no thanks. Lifting I watched five the, days a week. It was, yeah. it was horrible. It was like my high school. Like, like I look at the football. Like I literally, I can look at the like they play football up there. And I'm looking at pictures from their games, and then you look at the pictures from like a Liberty game. It looks like the NFL compared oh, to yeah. Pop Warner. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. There's bigger kids. Down there. Oh yeah, yeah. I started I started football at uh, Southside Little League uh, for Bethlehem Saints, mm-hmm. and you know we were kind of like the the outcasts of the Little League <laughs> Little League uh, world because <laughs> bad news. We were bears. super super bad news. Like we were just because <laughs> you were bad or because we, you... we were pretty bad. Yeah, like we were we were just out to get everybody. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, uh, bad as it, but you were good. We were good teams. Yeah, yeah good. But we were just like we were. Yeah. On like, defense. Dirty we, were, what? we were out for blood, you know? Yeah. That's, that's how it was in Little League. Kind of respect um, that. So, yeah, I did, I did football in high school. Um, once I uh, stopped playing football in high school, I really, really pursued dance. That was like one thing that I really. I've, I've always danced. I danced. Uh, my parents signed me up for uh, salsa lessons when I was like seven. Oh, really? Uh, up in Allentown, where the PPL Center is now, there used to be a building there. It was like seven, eight, fl- seven, eight floors uh, tall. Okay. And uh, we used to do dance lessons there. There's a company called Hala. Uh-huh. Stands for yeah, his, yeah. Hispanic American League of Artists. You've probably seen them a lot in Bethlehem uh-huh. and Allentown. And I started dancing there. And um, first, uh, we first got into like salsa, bachata, merengue. You know, a lot of, mm. lot of the very cultural driven. Um, and I learned even like some like folkloric dancing. It was that was probably like the hardest one because it wasn't as enjoyable as the yeah. other ones. <laughs> well, but, like, um, do you ever do like the Celtic dancing where they just move their feet? 
That's, I never did. I never learned that style, but I always seen it at like at music fest and stuff. It looks but. like a lot of work, but it's kind of like soccer. It's like you got all these hands too. Mm-hmm. Like you, can't, you, you know, at know. Nazareth, we we learned swing dancing in That's gym nice. class. Well, that well, it was really popular. I remember like in the late '90s, early 2000s, there were like actual swing dance. You, you, you want to hear like a side note story? It's <laughs> yeah, kind <please>. of sad. <laughs> so swing dance, we at the swing dance portion of. Uh, Gym class? Gym class yeah. was, it was uh, co-ed. Sure, yeah, of course. Okay, but so I, like, basically all the popular people would get picked by a member of the opposite sex, and I never got picked by anybody <laughs> of the opposite sex. I always had to dance with, like, one of my buddies that was a guy. That's, like, so, worse than, that's like worse than not getting picked in a basketball. Yeah, life. yeah, like, no, that is worse. That's worse. Like, being, like, you, at least you could sit on the sidelines. <laughs> I still had to dance. I had to swing dance with, like, my buddy Greg, <laughs> you know? Oh, George man. is in his phone. He didn't even no, hear no, any no, of that I just, story. I got a message. I learned that whole story. I listened to all of it. <laughs> okay, reference some I have of no it. Idea. Yeah, no, see, I'm sorry. I literally <laughs> did the whole story not get. No, no, we got everything has I been recorded. Like I just got to do something quick. <laughs> what the hell is going on? All right, go back. <laughs> go back to, to what? Talk. <laughs> no, tell your story. Everything's fine. I just had a trick. I read. I, I got to... an email that no, no, came no, in. It recorded you. It was like... everything's recorded. Your your story was recorded. I got an email that came in, and if you didn't say a word, this would all be done by now. But you gotta like <laughs> bring it up. Yeah, but it's good to have I'm like inter- I'm listening. Interactions. You were the real raw. But when you're telling a story, you hope that the people, other people in the room, are listening, not checking their emails. <laughs> like what the hell? What did like? Uh, Grubhub say you got a twenty percent <laughs> discount or something? No, I actually tagged a wrong account in a post. Oh, so it's bad news. So like, now he's like getting an that. email about an Instagram post. That's insult to injury, man. <laughs> it's not insulting. All right, I'll drive this. this I'll stuff. drive this episode. George has to like, you know, this would have already been taken he, care of. He has but to no, like. You gotta like <laughs> update his Tinder account or something. So where uh, were we? Well, before I was rudely uninterrupted by your. Uh, <laughs> laughter or anything else we were talking about swing dancing and how i had a maybe a, a memory that scarred me hey look at that thanks i'm for, done thanks for being a great friend and and, and hearing the, so salsa you, you you dance for for holla right yeah, yeah. and then that's it, where we were yeah, <laughs> See, so, that whole five minutes never existed to you i had to do this listen we'll talk about this too because like you so you get in all that and you you start your own business from mm-hmm. it. Like, how long have you had Party with Life? Uh, Party with Life's been going for two years now. Okay, so it's fairly new. But for the last like nine, ten years, I've been in the mobile DJ industry. So mobile been, DJ, mobile DJs. Yeah. So you've been you've been doing that. So yeah, the yeah. Party with Life is just like, Party with Life is just a brand. Okay, you know, yeah. like it was. I needed a but brand. I needed, I needed something to like call my own and own. And what's know, the and, What's the difference between a mobile DJ and just a a DJ, like a club DJ, mm-hmm. like mobile DJs are more like you know we pretty much bring the lighting, we bring oh, okay, we bring everything, we bring furniture, photo booths, uh, you know, dance floors, we bring TV screens. We do you like, set it up? You could do it anywhere, anywhere, you any can, place. You, give, you, give us you a can space, have a party, restaurants, hotels. Have I you mean, ever done like a pop up mobile DJ where people are just eating at like this <laughs> like uh, Italian restaurant and all of a sudden? There's a dance club. In the I mean, of yeah. It. I mean, we've done like we've done Drop the beat. like those yeah. kind of events. Yeah. I mean, we've done like, it, it. Pretty much. I mean, you kind of have to become a club DJ within it. You uh-huh. know? Like, I mean, not all mobile DJs are club DJs, and not all club DJs are mobile DJs. Yeah. I mean, it's really like a. It's kind of two lanes, but if you can combine the both, and you can really have them accent each mm-hmm. other. But um, 
the DJ thing kind of happened because when I first got into the, the DJ industry, I wasn't a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had fr- had family and friends that you know DJed and stuff, and I was always into it, but I didn't learn how to do it until maybe like four or five years ago. I bought my own equipment four or five years ago. Uh-huh. But for the time being, I came in as a, in the DJ industry as a dancer. Like I was okay. a, strictly a party motivator. Like <laughs> so, you're a hype man. I was a hype man. Like, I, but I didn't have a microphone at first. You know, oh. I had to just do it without the mic. I had to just get people going, jump around. My first mitzvah was in a was in Conshohocken. Okay. So like I I I look for gigs on Craigslist a lot like that was All my right. biggest thing. Could that is, get weird? Yeah. So, <laughs> the uh, hype man from Craigslist. I bet you got some some dicey. Yeah. So I ended up running into this one gig, and when I first came into the to the industry, I thought I thought the dancers were there to like perform at the party like as a performer, you know. So I came into this party like I came dancing to du- I told the DJ to play some dubstep music, and I was like, put some dubstep on dubstep on. I'm gonna go out in the, in the crowd and just freestyle. And like, yeah. I did it for like four or five songs, and I thought that's how it worked. Yeah. Until he sent me to another party that night. I was two parties. It was like my audition day, and this is like you know 2010. So, um, I called. I go to the party, and at the time, I mean, there's a story before this happened, but uh, is this like a part? Like, what kind of party? A bar mitzvah. This is a bar mitzvah. (laughs) So you are at a bar mitzvah. Like, I totally changed the the picture in my head. Just went from whatever it was to not that. Okay, and not only that, but like literally when I was at at my first bar mitzvah, I had my teeth. My teeth were missing. I had some teeth missing because I did a backflip in front of my. I, I used uh, to. Fl- I I was in gymnastics. Well, yeah, like, watch you do one at the. My fr- my friends are like really into gymnastics, so they taught me a couple things. And I was at a family cookout one time, and literally I was showing off for the family. It was late at night. I was doing flips all day. I landed all of them, and like maybe like eight nine o'clock at night, my uncle's like. So one, one of the neighbors came over and he was doing flips too and he's like yo CJ <laughs> out show him out show him off show him off I'm like yeah sure so I used to do this round off backflip where I would do this backflip with like my hands out in the air my legs flipped mm-hmm. like just spread out like it's, it's kind of like a layout but I did it in the dark and uh, I didn't you, make it to my feet like you know was the alcohol neighbor? involved? no <laughs> You know there's neighbors. The family was walk- drinking I wasn't <laughs> drinking you know there's neighbors like across the street who can see him they're like alright it's, it's noon somebody's gonna kill themselves by like 10 o'clock right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, there's been a lot of uh, family cookouts in my family where people have lost teeth as well. Yeah, so. this is not from nobody's doing flipping, the back. Not from flipping. flipping. <laughs> well, here, answer something for me, because this is, a, a, I think, is a running joke for any DJ, right? Mm-hmm. You have a laptop, you hit play. You know what? Dispel that. Like, tell me how that's not the case. Okay, so Wait, hold on one second. So with, right, with <laughs> well, I could say with me working with other companies, I've seen DJs do these things. I've seen them go on Spotify and just press play. Really? Like for cocktail hour, they they don't really treat cocktail hour as they should. They just play, press play. For the party, you really can't have a playlist because you know, especially for like a wedding, there's so many things that go into play. Like like every wedding has a different vibe, you know. So yeah. you have to be able to play exactly what they want at what time. But for for the most part, for me as a, as a DJ, I'm a very open format DJ. So like when we play our first song, I have no idea what the rest of the play this is going to be for the whole night. You know, I, like that, yeah. I might have like little little like we, we have things called crates in the DJ world, which is basically like little little subfolders, and you can categorize them to what you want to, like hip hop, mm. house, whatever it is that you're, whatever the vibe of the night is. And then uh, we just kind of go off the vibe of the crowd. Like when we play a song, we literally scan the crowd and look at them. Like you know, we, we see how, what they react to it. And if half the kids, huh. I mean, it, it's it all depends on the event. It's okay, you're at adults. a bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. All right, yeah. let's scan the crowd. Okay, so scan the crowd. <laughs> so you got you got maybe like 50, 60, 50 to one hundred boys and girls. Uh-huh. You know. 12, 13 years old. We just play Old Town Road, right? And you're good. <laughs> yeah. You long, yeah. yeah. And, and, and especially with the tricky thing with now with bar mitzvahs is adult music and kids music is so easy to distinguish the difference now. Like uh, yeah. You can really tell the difference when you're playing like, 
you know, Migos or like Drake <laughs> or like, you know, yeah. Mo Bamba. Like there's so many songs we play for the kids um, that the adults aren't really vibing to. But some some of the adults like it. But then you got, you know, you have adult music where it all depends on their age. Some of them are 40 years old. Some of them are 50, 60 years old. So, you know, we really have to just. Tom Petty. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you never know what you, what's going to come on next. But you kind of have to go back with doing dance sets in the bar mitzvah. You have to go to go back and forth with like mm-hmm. kids music, adult music, kids music, adult music. A couple kids songs, a couple adult songs. So you really gotta have some psychology. Well, it's oh like goodness, it's so you much. ever you ever treat it like a like a community pool, like I've it's all fun, and then for one hour it'll be adult <laughs> dance hour. Hey, Everybody I've out. done community, I've done community pool events. Like <laughs> really, they get crazy. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> you'll basically you'll DJ anywhere. I DJ anywhere. Yeah. Have you ever done a funeral? No funerals. No. Would but you I not actually do read a story. I think there's a Spotify playlist. Listen, I read a story <laughs> yeah. on Reddit the other day, and it said this guy DJed a funeral, and the uh, the ex husband showed up to the funeral and what? punched the dude in the face for not playing enough disco music <laughs> at this funeral. Dude, so that is Reddit. the greatest story. Reddit is the best. Yeah, hey, you know I'm one of the mods of the the Lehigh Valley Reddit. Don't, no, don't mess with me. Ooh, on the internet, good to know. There's like five people who post. In there. I think. Well, I think when I used to post our podcast episodes to it, you would remove them. I well, because it it was pandering. So Reddit doesn't like it when you're going in there just to like drop a link and mm-hmm. get out. So like if you you made a pot and made it look like it was me, so it's like leave out with a podcast and you just go in and drop the link oh. and then you would never do anything else. Oh. So people are like. Fuck this! Like I'm not going to interact with this account because this guy's just in and out. That that's the only reason why Reddit's weird. It's very finicky. You need to yeah. do it kind of the right. You can't just you have to, like comment and like contribute. You can't just be like, like, "Yo, here's the thing. I'm out of here." Which makes me wonder why you didn't just didn't do it the right way then. Because uh, I don't know. It I, takes a lot of time. <laughs> you have to be like you have to become surprised. Like, I didn't know you were doing it. No, and I did. Like a couple of them, I I let people know. I'm like, yeah. I'm not posting these because I'm also the moderator, so yeah. I don't want them to think I'm abusing my. You know, yeah, large yeah. authority. Yeah, right, right. You're as a publicly uh, <laughs> appointed. <laughs> Very important. So I, CJ, you like I saw some of your Instagram stuff. Like you drive down to Maryland. Like mm-hmm. you're all over the place. Is this um, with all the stuff? Yeah, but is we that we driving like sometimes? I mean, I've driven twenty four foot tr- long trucks. I've driven. But like it's kind of. I don't want to. And again, I don't want to like m- minimize it. But it seems like DJing like mo- is like real estate. If you really work it and work your ass off you can kick ass but yeah. if you just if you want to half-ass it you could probably get by yeah and you'll and do some, okay some djs get cash you know they'll, they'll take like four or five hundred bucks cash and then that's it. but it, i mean our parties were i mean our our budget is anywhere from like four thousand to ten thousand sure, yes yeah. so mm-hmm. you're you like know? you're putting on but it's also like seven eight people on a show you know yeah, like yeah. we're paying a lot of people you know a lot of things goes into it a lot of planning we have sales people like there's a oh, lot yeah. there's a lot behind the scenes that like like it's more than just pressing play on an yeah, iPad. Yeah, yeah. Keep the engine, mo- keep the engine moving. I mean, because if if there's a, lot, there's a lot of competition out there now, especially with how easy it is to buy DJ equipment. Anybody could buy. I mean, I don't want to give out all the juice, but like, <laughs> you could literally buy equipment for fifteen hundred bucks, all of it now, and run a party tomorrow. Well, you know? it's like, like we say, you could buy all the equipment, you know, minus the computer, but you can run it on almost anything for a podcast. Like, it basically two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it just comes down to. Do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And do you want to put the time in? Consistency. Yeah. And, but you, your time here is uh, coming to an end. It's limited, yeah. Um, so basically for the last for the last 10 years, I'm a, I, I, even though I'm a DJ, I also do after school programs for kids. Right. Um, so that's one of the things I'm very focused on is teaching kids how to dance. And then at the end of the, um, 
at the end of the actual program, I do a, a dance party for the kids to try to kind of build their confidence, like at parties and at social events. Yeah. Um, you know, showing them how to, how I MC, how I DJ. You know, actually, I actually show them how I set up everything. So um, that's like the last day of the of the program. But I've been doing that for since since I I went to Northampton Community College for a year, mm-hmm. and um, I went for business management for my first semester. Failed half my classes. <laughs> I had four classes failed half of them. I know my a little second, bit about that. Second semester, I went for fine arts because I'm an artist as well. I draw, paint, and stuff. So I uh, went for that, did like photography, film, and stuff that like was really hard. But uh, then I, I dropped out of I dropped out after my second semester. I failed half my classes again because I just really wasn't into school at all. I was ready to get out of high school. Like I was yeah. like, I darted out of high school on my last a, day. And that's the th- we I have this conversation a lot. Like I went to college. Okay. Like not, mm-hmm. it's not. Not that it isn't even for everybody. It's not required. Yeah. Like here you are. You own your own business. You're working with your, you know, um, your fiance was at the event I was at. You know, you're working with her. Like that's fine. You can put it right. Yeah. Do you? Is that something that you look at and you're like, damn. Like I, I work for myself. There's so many yeah. people every day. You know, waking up that like, man, I wish I didn't have to go talk to. I mean, you still have to work with clients, but. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I mean, that's one thing I know about. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of older people, and the one thing they live with is regret. You know, they they, they regret not going mm-hmm. for their own business or not really going for it. You know. Yeah. And um, you know, one thing I actually did a a, a motivational speech last year for the first time. It was my first time kind of getting into like motivational speaking, and I did it for Chinese foreign exchange students who <laughs> come from China. They go to a school in Maryland. Okay. Uh, for the summertime, it's a foreign exchange program. And basically, the theme of the event was what's the Amer- what's the American dream? You know, like what does it mean to you? Is it real? Is it something? And to me, my my whole uh, a lot a lot of kids a lot of kids are, are hypnotized by fame, you know, because oh, they think sure. they think that that's you know. And I was too. I was when I was young. I thought that like being on MTV was like the end game. You know, like that was like uh, that was our our like our road to success was making it to MTV, getting on TRL. You know, and that's what mm-hmm. I always thought was like the the. The, the happiness you know sense, yeah. and um so I, I like to teach kids that like you know it's it's more about it's more about uh you know like being able to own a business anybody can own a business you know anybody can start a business tomorrow with a couple hundred bucks you know it's, it, and i didn't know that you know I, I grew up uneducated on how to own a business you know they didn't tell us how to own a business in school so you how'd know? you educate yourself um i ended up finding a mentor i ended up teaching this kid how to, i was teaching uh when i i had a dance studio on my house um actually right here on gep street like really like right up street um, right next Crap, to. Crap! I'm gonna have to take that out. Everybody knows where we live. <laughs> <laughs> right on, uh, on, uh, right next to where the, the Williams restaurant is, the Spanish yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like I, my house is right oh, next really? to it. It was my grandmother, my great, my stepmom's grandmother. My parents split up when I was younger. Um, my stepmom's mom had a house, and her father passed away a couple years ago. Like when he was like. Maybe seven, eight years ago, he passed away. He was really old. He was Isn't like that weird? We're like up the street from, and Literally, it's just like a weird thing. Not even one block. By, I was yeah. one block up. And you and, walk uh, by that every day. Yeah. It's just an odd thing. That's cool. And so, and I, 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 my dance studio was literally inside of my, I had, we walked into the house and I first seen it and I walked into this living room and it had two a two part living room and I walked into the one room and I always wanted to, I always wanted a studio in my house. And I walked in this room and I looked at my girl and I was like, yo, babe, this is it. I was like, we're just going to do it here. Like, and it had carpet. The walls were all destroyed. Like everything was was horrible in the house. So we took the whole house. We redid the whole, we redid the walls. We redid the floors. We put up uh, like two big mirrors in front of it. Bought a sound system for the room. Paid a hundred bucks for their sound system Your at Walmart. 
The neighbors hated it. Like, <laughs> the neighbors were actually like, it was a, uh, the, like our house was pretty big. I mean, for, it was three of us in a house, but we had five bedrooms. It was pointless. It, it was just oh, so wow. big. Yeah. We had an attic. We had an extra room in the attic. We had three bedrooms in the second floor. It was like an extra room in the back. Nice. It was huge. Um, but the, the neighbors, that, but like, the neighbors oh, next to us, they had rooms. So every house, yeah. every room, every place was a different house. So, uh, it was a you know two part townhouse, but their half was like eight, nine, ten people. And they're not like these aren't exactly the houses around here. They're not exactly insulated between uh-uh. each other. <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah. and and I had and you know I, I bump music loud. So yeah. I mean, so yeah, I think but I think we you're saying you're moving. Is that part like you're moving to Maryland? No, I'm moving to Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. So are you taking like the company out, or did you have yeah, an yeah. opportunity there? Um, I mean, I I've been I've gone there five times in the okay. last two three years. Um, the first two times were just for just for vacation and for fun. And I had a friend that moved out there too, um, who used to work for the bar mitzvah company that I work for. Which this company is called Limelight Event Group. I want to work for a bar mitzvah company. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, so that's that that I still work for a Limelight Event Group. They're the company that kind of helped me. They're like they kind of became my agency. Sure. Um, and they pretty much dealt with the planning, the bookings, the, the equipment, everything that I had that I didn't want to deal with. Yeah. Um. Which is, you know, part of owning a business now. You know, I didn't know that that was a part of it until I started really doing it. But, um, you know, they handled all those kind of things. And then and they ended up booking me. Um, my first gig with Lim- my second gig with Limelight was in Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. So we drove trucks. We drove a truckload. We drove a truck with us and a car filled with like seven people. But you got to be compensated pretty well. To, yeah. To, yeah. Well, for, for those. Crazy. I mean, for those for dance gigs, I was I was getting anywhere from. Two hundred fifty dollars a gig to four hundred fifty a gig. Sure, you know, and that's just dancing. That's just showing up, dancing, setting. We used to set up equipment too, so we kind of doubled as we call the, they call them roadies. Roadies okay. are people that show up to shows, set up all the equipment, and then go sit in the back, wait for everything to finish, it's take it all weird. down. Like this whole world exists. Yeah. Oh my it's goodness! Just like, I'm like not even a part of it. It's yeah. So- yeah, the, the the mobile DJ world is, a, and there's there's pe- there's 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 roadies. There's people that do just lighting and and tech stuff with computers and stuff. There's people that um strictly do furniture people do strictly do photo booths i mean there's so much in this industry uh that it, you can you can find one lane of it and you can just do photo booths you know and then get really good and then get into a, something else or just own 30 photo booths and i think the, like the, it's the getting that big and the difference is because i'm i'm friends with you know enough djs to kind of know like it just comes down to how hard do you want to work it oh. yeah because it's, it's, that's the limit. The limit is you can make as much money probably as you They're, want yeah. if you want to work. And Sky's that's the limit. Probably. And, and for me, and for me, I think um, one of the things that I, I've loved the most about my life is that I was a stay. I've been able to be a stay-at-home dad during sure. this. Like for the week, yeah. for the weeks, I, I've been for my son before he started school. I was with him every single day. Except Saturdays, you know, Saturdays the only day I was gone, but I was with him six days of the week, you know, mm-hmm. spending Listen, I'm, quality time. It was the best. Like, like I'm up here, you know, but my you saw my daughter, he came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, there's no way that they, like, they can't take back those years. You know what I mean? Se- I it's, have seven it's, years of my son. It's, it's awesome been amazing. that we've been able to do that. So we wish you all the best of luck on your Las Vegas <laughs> journey. Well, so what but is going to be okay. different in Las Vegas? Like, um, what do you I expect? Think, I think it's just the environment. Um, what do you plan I, to accomplish out there? Um, you grow? Same thing. Just do like you know, going with the kids. You know, get things yeah. going out there. But I think, I think the way I, the way I'm going to play it is, uh, is I'm going to get into the expos and conferences as well, which is very international. And they have to be like every day. Right. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. like in January, I did one this past year called CES, which is like the biggest technology convention. Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! The stuff that I witnessed at this this convention <laughs> was like was mind blowing. Yeah. You know? 
and uh, and just to see like artificial intelligence taking over. Uh, robot. Don't there's tell robots me. everywhere at this thing. Like, don't even tell there's me. There's literally walking around. There's just robots walking next to you. Like, you I have my. I'm I, terrified. I bought <laughs> those uh, Amazon Echo Buds that go in yeah. your ear. So they're just the. They go in your ear, and then you talk to Alexa wherever you are. Oh my god. Dude. Yeah, I had the gal. I had the 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 um the Galaxy ones from from my because I had the Samsung <laughs> S10, which is like the best yeah. one you can get. But I had the Galaxy earbuds. I ended up getting two of them for free on accident, like Whatever. with the with the promotion. I like them. And um, I ended up me and my girl both lost our pair. Like, they're so easy to lose. Yeah. It's the only like, problem because they come in like a little case, but the case is also and really the case small. doesn't like the, doesn't have an alarm on it or anything. So yeah. if the, the case drains, then you're screwed. So speaking <laughs> to your girl, this is part of the reason why we had you on because this is we haven't had anybody on <laughs> who has been on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> so for the rest of this episode, we make sure we're gonna have all the links in in the notes here. So you can make sure you check out um, Party With Life and you can follow them if you live in Las Vegas, whatever. I mean, we see that there's actually people listening to our podcast who live across the country. So nice. who knows? Yeah. I'm always were, down to go to Cali, Arizona and Utah and all those go. cool places too. <laughs> you were on the Jerry Springer show. You, you We're going to let you. And then if you want to watch the um, the segment, we have it in the podcast notes. Tell us, because this isn't the yeah, Jerry. How did this come to be? This isn't a bit Jerry Springer show either, where like you go on and you're like, "Oh, my wife's cheating on me," and then there's fights. because yeah, I that didn't well, happen. I was a little know. surprised. I was asked to go on the Mari show. Mm. You oh. know that? Mm. I was I was asked to go on the Mari. Well, he show. was gonna have to lie, but because the girl said I bullied her in high school. I knew the girl. <laughs> we didn't bully her in high school, but she said, "Well, you're a stand-up comedian." Sometimes I like to cook things up. Yeah, it. yeah. Maybe you could use the probably press. A, probably like, a good decision. For I wish I wish you were lying where he wasn't lying. Right, right. So, tell us how this idea came to fruition. All right, so let's rewind back to uh, Craigslist days. Yeah, Uh, every year, every good Jerry Jerry Springer story starts on Craigslist. Uh, Probably what? Probably ends there. (laughs) Probably 2011. um, You know, I'm looking for gigs. You know, this is I graduated school two years before that, so I was just you know just on a on a rampage just looking for gigs every day going on like this place called auditionsfree.com like all these websites just with different gigs and uh this one gig i i'd look on talent i would go on a talent section and then i would like categorize cities so i would go to like new york i'd go to philly i'd go to baltimore i'd go to all these different places and see what was going on where because it was pretty close to us you know and uh i come across this one ad and it says looking for talent for tv show uh and it just said a bunch. Of, it said a, a bunch of description on the bottom. I didn't really read it. So you know, I emailed. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> so uh, I emailed them and I said, "My, I have a resume like with my my everything I've done like uh, as far as DJ dance wise." So I sent my resume and they they gave me a call, and they say, you know, this is the Jerry Springer show. This is a, it was a producer just you know calling in, and uh, and when she called, I literally said to her, I literally looked at I, when I was on the phone with her, I, I said. Uh, I don't believe this. I think this is this is BS. Yeah, like, I'm gonna call you. Can I call you back to make sure this is like your voicemail or whatever? So yeah. I called this. It was the voicemail, and they called me right back. And then we started having a conversation. Um, me and my girl were together for what, like maybe three, four years at the time. Um, our son was like six months, so we were just kind of getting new to the parent thing. And uh, and you know they were asking about my personal life. You just what's going on with your life? You know, obviously they try to get they try to get all the they juice out of you. Yeah. So they get you, and then they're trying to find. What the a story way to make will be. A, make an episode. That's yeah. fun. So they're just hooking people. Yeah. yeah. Literally. I mean, I mean, and uh, and so we get through the story, you know, that I'm talking about my life, you know, I'm telling about my girl. And I was really going to propose just 
randomly somewhere soon. You know, I was just talking about that. I brought that up to them, and they were like, "Whoa, here we go!" And you know, and then they start asking about what I do for a living. And you know, I told them I dance. You know, I I do all. I've been auditioning for different things, and uh, they were like, "Why don't you come on the show and do that here?" I was like, oh, "It doesn't sound like a bad idea. Like, why not?" So, um, you know, we had a conversation on the phone. Basically, they said like, you know, we can. We could fly you out here. We could do, make the, all these things happen. It was in Connecticut, so it wasn't too far. Um, in Stanford, and uh, so it wasn't too far from us. So, uh, so we ended up taking a train up there. But before all this happened, I had to ask my girl's mom if, like, <laughs> you want to do that? Like, hey, mom, like, I, I want to propose to your daughter, but I want to do it on TV on Jerry Springer. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't know. I want to do it on <laughs> yeah. TV. On the Jerry Springer. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> like propose. Like it's a lot of, yeah. I'm gonna propose on it's TV. Not like on but NBC. wait, <laughs> yeah. There's a little caveat to this. It's not on like. Good Morning America. <laughs> it's on the Jerry Springer, Jerry Springer show. show. So you had to convince her, I'm sure. So I had to convince her, and I, I mean, I was surprised though, because I mean, her, her, I mean, my girls, we're, we're we're Spanish. She's Puerto Rican and Mexican. So her mom, uh, you know, I expected a bad reaction. Like, like I expected her to be super pissed off because she's like, she's very strict on her daughter, but not like like annoying. But she was just always like on her butt, you know, because sure, she was her she was her oldest, um, and. Uh, after we had had the conversation, she literally was excited. She's like, yeah. "Oh my God, Jerry Springer! What? Can wait, I go?" <laughs> wait, wait. And she's like, "Yeah, do I get to come?" Yeah, yeah. and she did because yeah. she did. So basically, uh, that's funny. While we're while we're planning everything, like when we get up to Connecticut, her the girl, mom, your girl didn't know. My girl didn't know. I told okay. her I was just going on a show to dance and tell her something. <laughs> yeah, like I was just like we're going on a show. Oh, and dude, make this that's happen. horrible because she's on the Jerry Springer. Like, keep going. <laughs> so I'm she's like, nervous. Yeah. She was nervous. I mean, yeah. so basically they kind of separated us once we got to the actual like office because we we're because I had to plan things with the producers, but the but I had to tell my girl like everything is gonna be a surprise. So you can't know what's gonna happen. So I ended up flying. Uh, ended up bringing two of my friends with me. Uh, my friend C. My other friend's name CJ too. He's from California. He's basically like my black clone in Cali. <laughs> and uh, and then my other friend named Rodney, which I grew up dancing with the Hala. So we I got them two to come up with me and to make a little dance routine up. So we're uh, before this before we got to on stage, they asked me like what kind of music I want and stuff. So they had like a producer there for me. That's making cool. this beat for me that I, they asked me what I wanted and I was like I want a Chris Brown song like I just like Chris Brown a lot, right. um, but they couldn't use Chris Brown. They couldn't right? use Chris Brown song because it was on TV. So they had to make up this beat. They made up a beat based <laughs> based off of one of his songs. They just kind of like mimicked it a little bit, and uh, and then we made up a routine in the hotel that night because they put us in a hotel and they actually paid for like a night of dinner. They paid for like a night of bowling or a movie. Um, That's not bad. And uh, they also even gave you hundred dollar Visa gift cards just to go on the show. Tyler, right? we should do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. Get, you, I don't know if they're still. Not, they probably like not only that. You, once you get on the show, if you you can literally pretty much become one of the producers if you can recruit enough people. Like if you know enough people in your circle and you can get all of them to go on the show and you get ten groups to go up there and make ten sure, episodes yeah. and make ten versions of an episode, then you Seems get like a lot of you work, get right. some of them. You get two hundred. Some of them you get two hundred dollar gift cards for bringing people on. So like it's pretty much just oh, like yeah. a nonstop thing. You can bring people on and your friends and hey guys make up a story. Well, they, just, know, like, they, yeah. know, they just never want to run out of right. They don't. Right. I mean, I mean, Dude, I think it's still, is it still going? I don't know. I don't, I, I think so. Like I thought I seen I a recent episode where it was like, I don't think those shows, well, I guess some of them end. I, I think Jerry Springer's year. still on. Well, Jerry Springer's on. a robot, right? He's a, he's a, he is You know, he used to be the mayor of like Cleveland. Uh, Did you know that? No, really. Yeah, no. I swear to God. And I don't here's, think he's a real human. here's another funny thing too. I don't know if anybody knows this, but the stages, the stage of Mari, Jerry, Steve, and whatever other shows that's cycling in. There's always one other show that they have. The stages actually rotate around each other, what? and the seats are all the same seats, <laughs> yeah. but the the stage just rotates. So like yeah, they'll take so the, it's on wheels, and they just move it to the side, and then the next stage well, slides. The only forward. one we've ever I went to um, Montel Williams. 
back in like 1998. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, it was that. in the and summer. You weren't the father. <laughs> no, and, and I, no. I actually asked my my mom and my dad and like my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, I'm. They're all free tickets. So I got them. I'm like, can we go? My mom's like, yeah, let's fucking go. It'd be a good time. Where was it? New York City. Oh. So you went to New York City for the day. You go in there. It was fun. But, but yeah, okay. Yours is more important. Real quick. So though, you get my, in there and yeah. Go ahead. Another thing. My parents were actually on the Ricky Lake show, just like in the audience, <laughs> like, just in the audience, reality show but in the audience. But like they, at, my mom got up because my mom was very uh, like strong spoken. So like there was about cheating and stuff. So she's like, my my man would never do that. And this is when they were together. This is like. Wait, so she like she has the mic in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky Lake's walking. Yeah, and so my mom's like, like you know, talking all this crap. This is when they were together. This yeah. is like before they got divorced. And she's like, my my man would never do that. My man would never cheat on him. And she's like, what? she's like, right, babe. And she makes him stand up. And then he's my dad's like the like an introvert, so he's yeah. not very uh like outspoken like that. And he looked at him and he goes, "You guys are sorry excuses for men." <laughs> and like the most like weirdest awkwardest voice and like. And the crowd went nuts for it. It was so funny. Do you so have a video of that? I don't. I should, oh, you gotta I, my, mom, my mom probably that. has it on VHS it's or gotta, something. They, yeah, it's got to be somewhere. So you bring on. She doesn't know she's getting proposed to. Yeah. So then what What kind of happens when the lights go on? Or So basically, yeah. the, um, so then I was on the show. You know, you, you, the show is just one run through. You just you sit down. You talk to Jerry. No take two. No take two. It's they, just, don't wanna, they don't have time to edit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, so I'm, they I'm wanted to go bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like super. I'm super nervous. Like I mean, I was, I was really, really nervous uh, on the show. And uh, so then we, I, I get up. You know, she comes out. You know, we talk for a little bit. And then uh, you know, I do my little dance performance. And then right before I'm about to say it to her, you know, they try to spice things up a little bit. They're like, "Oh, but her mom is here too." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah, try yeah. to make it all drama filled. Yeah. And uh, you know, she comes out. She just basically says like, "You know, I, I you proved me wrong for all these years." Yeah. You know, like because because. You know, when we first got together, I wasn't the most responsible person. I was always uh-huh. like, you know, I had my head in the streets. You know, I was, I was, and, yeah. and, and I mean, growing up, I mean, that's kind of the life that I knew. You know, like yeah. I knew, like, you know, me and my friends growing up, we basically made like a fake gang up because we wanted to be a part of the guys growing up. You know, and 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 ended up like backfiring because we all got in trouble from the big guys. You know, and uh, and that's that's me growing up in Yasko and Five Points. Like Yasko and Five Points isn't like isn't the most glamorous place to live you know I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a struggle growing up you know and um you know my mom when parents split up when i was 10 years old you know mom went on section eight housing yeah. you know food stamps the whole the whole the whole shebang you know so for me like uh coming up on that was was pretty tough you it's know? even cool like for me like you did that like you were in that mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're in section eight for anybody who's that like and you took it upon yourself mm-hmm. Not even, hey, school helped me. I mean, obviously, some of these instances, but college wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, for any of the kids who are thinking that, like, it's, you don't have to go the typical route every Especially single time. Especially now. Now more than No, ever. you can go a different, mm-hmm. as long as you work hard and you're you're genuine about yep. it and you're not screwing people over, you can that's do a, it. That's the number one thing in the business is last year. A lot of people screw people over in this yeah, business. You gotta keep and I've been super loyal to every single person I've worked with and well, every company I've worked for. But we'll come back. all yeah. give me work. Like, well, eventually, just, if you screw it, enough people over, you're going to nobody work. Well, oh you goodness. screw somebody over, you'll make that dollar, but you won't get another one out of it. Short term. So yeah. People think way too short term yeah. and uh, not long term wise. Like for me, even though I could have literally left to Vegas like tomorrow, you know, but I had so many commitments with families that I just. I, I feel like I had to stay here and you know make sure That's I get great. things done. And I have gigs for three years with Limelight now. That's I've awesome. gig, I've booked until twenty twenty two now. But, like that, but that's yeah. awesome, and it's awesome that you can. Well, and it's cool that you still give back too. Mm-hmm. You know, working with kids. Do you plan on doing that in Vegas? Yeah, Finally. definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. working on making some after school programs. I mean, I I, I make a hundred dollars an hour at these after school programs. Sure. 
um, you know, and then for DJing, one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred fifty dollars an hour. So I, you know, I do make a decent uh, wage off of it. Um, and uh, and uh, th- I, back to the Jerry thing. So yeah. then we were dancing on the show. We did a performance <coughs> propose, uh, after her mom came on and proposed to her, and uh, and basically it was. She said yes. She said yeah, you know, and then... Uh, well, I said it to my wife, and I'm like, oh, the guy's got... He's on Jerry, and she watched. She's like, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> she's like, nobody yeah, got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people expect the worst, you know? And it's funny because the two episodes, the two other episodes, like the first one that aired, and then the second one within that within yeah. 30 minutes, like the first two were just girls ripping each other's hair <laughs> off. Yeah, that's what I want to go and on And you there. know what's funny? We're sitting in the back room in, in the little waiting room just hanging out, and then this girl comes in, her hair is <laughs> ripped out of her head. Like, what's her up? nails are all messed up. Like, they really get down. And you know what's funny? Backstage, like, what they do is their producers, their producers will sit in the room with you, and if, if like, they know that you're about to fight this other girl, they'll go they'll go in the rooms, like, go in separate rooms, and then they make them, like, they, they amp them up a little bit. They're like, like oh, oh she said you were fat. She said you were this. She's, oh, just, my God, that's terrible. They do the worst things ever. Like, TV, That's this is one of the reasons why I don't mess with TV yeah. as much. And I did that once, and then that was, like, six, seven years ago. I've done TV a little bit here and there, but not I don't much. think anybody stayed. Like, oh, we were talking, we had some people on who've been in, and we had a guy who's a writer on Ellen. Like if it seems like some of those ones, like Maury, you're in there for a couple of years yeah. and then you're out. Yeah, then yeah, you're on yeah. Something else. So. Well, like, so were the girls like? Did you see them interact after the show, or did, were they enemies? Um, I mean, some some people were literally there to actually tell people that they cheated on them. Like, like there was this guy from Chicago, straight up telling his girl he cheated on her with her best friend that they flew in together with. So Jesus. I don't know what happened after they bra- brawled on stage and stuff. I don't know if they had to fly back on the same flight or whatever happened. Oh my but, god! Because you kind of once you're done with the show, they literally just like pretty much send you out of the building. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you don't need it. Yeah. Well, you, need I mean, but you got, got they got the story. But whatever. You got your movie out of it. You got all sorts of stuff. Like, but yeah, it was go. definitely a cool experience. Um, it, it was. Uh, I ended up losing my hundred dollar gift card for Visa <laughs> before I even left the building. I ended up losing it in the place. Somehow. But isn't the memory yeah. more valuable? Yes. And for we sure. have the video again, which you can see if you look in the podcast notes. And we'll have like your website and everything down there too. So that's crazy. We never had somebody who's been on Jerry Springer on no. before. So we want to say thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Any last plugs or anything? Um, like, uh, follow def- you on Instagram. Definitely follow got? me on Instagram six one zero like the area code six one zero CJ. Follow me. Uh, have your kids follow me on TikTok six one zero CJ. I make TikTok videos that have been blowing up lately. All I don't right. know. I've, I've been going in on it. I got a couple of views. A couple of videos that have like two, three, four thousand views nice. on it already. Nice. Um, YouTube, YouTube, CJ Fuentes, um, partywithlife.com. Uh, we'll put them all in there. Don't worry. Put them all. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty much, those are the main things that I use. Um, YouTube, I use Facebook. I have a Facebook page, CJ Fuentes, party with life. But follow along. If you're looking for entertainment, hit them up. If you live in Las Vegas, you'll be seeing them in a couple. You'll be back too, right? Yeah. I'm going to be coming back. Like I said, I'm booked until 2022 with a lot of gigs in Maryland. Uh, and some gigs here too I have like weddings here and stuff But most of my gigs are in Maryland and Virginia So I'll still be flying back for three years For like for 30 That's the life though like, 35 don't, gigs Don't you just feel a little bit cooler When you're like I gotta fly to my My, Listen, my gig Yeah I, Like that's I, cool I, I had a uh, I'm a very humble person, but this year I was a little bit. I had to take away uh, being so modest, and I really just accepted my greatness. You got it. Like, I really have. Yeah. Like, it's fun, man. It's I, I just know that I know that I was put on this earth to pack dance floors. If you're like, not confident, literally. no one else is gonna care or follow along. Right. Like, you're not. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna whatever, but you gotta have at least that. Exactly. So, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Appreciate it, man. All Thanks the best. for having me. Good luck, and let's go get on Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We should get into a, a cat fight on Jerry Springer. I appreciate it, man. Really appreciate it. My wife, at this point, who cares? <laughs> but no, thank you so much for coming on.